Welcome to another episode of the Resonate Into Riches podcast. I am your host, Marquise Trent, and I want to say welcome, welcome, welcome. And if this is your first time checking us out, go ahead and subscribe uh, to the podcast, wherever platform you may be checking us out on, and download these episodes so that you can refer back to them and find the value uh, that you were looking for. So today's episode, we're talking about done is better than perfect. Done is better than perfect. This is our first episode back into the new year. And uh, I'm just excited, man. We've actually crossed over the threshold in the 2024. And 2023 was truly a rough year. Nonetheless, it was a it was a year of, of growth, of pruning, of preparation for all that we will be facing in 2024. All right. So again, today's episode, we are discussing done is better than perfect. I myself was a person who truly suffered with perfectionism and things of that nature, uh, which is rooted in many different things, which I won't really get into a lot at this moment. Uh, nonetheless, as I've grown, as I've gotten therapy and counseling and around uh, different calibers of entrepreneurs and things of that nature, I've learned that done is better than perfect, all right? Now, I did nine years in the military, uh, two tours overseas and things of that nature, and I, the military helped me become who I am today, the Army. Uh, nonetheless, there are some other things that I have learned. And the reason I mentioned my military background is because I developed the mindset that excellence is the standard. You know, when it comes to moving and operating in the world and in life, you need a standard for your life, you know, in the military, although it was full of knuckleheads and criminals and and all different types of uh, people in the most general sense, the army was a place to grow, leave who you were behind and become a soldier. OK, especially when it comes to the reality of war, wartime and going overseas. I joined, you know, many years, over 20 years ago. and. Uh, you know, of course, we've been in the OIF war, OEF war, uh, Iraq and Afghanistan for all of these years and things of that nature. So seeing that I was in at a time period where I was training to go overseas, making mistakes can literally cost you your life. So I'm well into my 30s, knocking on the door 40s at the time of this recording. And I went overseas as such a young person, you know, early, early, early 20s. You know, those types of experiences uh, greatly affect your mindset and who you become and who you are. So the reality of the mindset of if I make a mistake, I can literally die out here. You know, if I don't do this, I can literally die. Things of that nature, being complacent, uh, not to mention ripping and running the streets. You know, I, I had a criminal background running with cats, you know, many, many, many years ago doing this and doing that. So even when it comes to uh safety and things of that nature i have a different lens because i was on you know i was in those situations so i know what it's like you know encountering violence and this and that this and that i'm saying all of that because when it comes to setting a standard of excellence you have to be mindful of where a standard and mindset of excellence can then become perfectionism which can then become a hindrance to your progress, all right? So 
done is better than perfect in this episode is because as you develop the habit, as you develop the habit of being an action taker, you learn what needs to be learned and you take imperfect action. You learn what needs to be learned and then you take imperfect action. All right. So you can have a mindset of excellence. Like I want to put out good quality stuff. So in my personal opinion, it kind of puts you in a place where you just really work hard, fast to produce whatever's necessary or what needs to be done. You know, I myself, if you, you know, for those listening, you can't see, but for those watching, of course, you see these books behind me. I'm a serial published author and self-publishing book coach. So I got the book, Overstanding the Comprehensive Look at Gangster Rap, its subgenres and their effects on our generation right here behind me, as well as my latest book for teenagers, Playing Maturity for Teens, the book adults wish they had when they were your age. So even within that book, I'm discussing these same realities with teenagers, all right? Because my goal is to impact them as early as possible. And I know a lot of teens not going to read and this and that, and I'm working on things to help parents incentivize as well as schools to incentivize their reading. Because we know as humans and, and adults, for sure, you know, we get rewards for accomplishing certain things. So when you look at done is better than perfect, it puts you in a, like you have to balance that in your mind enough to say, hey, I'm going to work hard and fast to create whatever it is that I'm creating and put it out in the marketplace quickly. One, because you get a level of dopamine hit just for accomplishing it. All right. A lot of people start stuff, but don't finish it. Of course, I myself have been uh, guilty of that, just like most other people. All right. But nonetheless, I have accomplished a lot. I have finished a lot of what I started. By God's grace, I did graduate uh, from college, you know, with a bachelor's in business bachelor's in business administration. Um, I got a CDL, you know, I accomplished that. I finished massage therapy school, you know, just over the years, really looking for uh, a good place I can lay my, you know, set my head or whatever and find a way to feed myself, feed my family, things of that nature. Uh, so this is, this is over like many years, many, many different years. I've tried different things. And as I said, I'm a serial published author. I published these two paperbacks, another paperback, several ebooks, and I've even ghostwritten books for individuals. So the fact that I've published three paperbacks alone, when 81% or more of the American population desire to write and publish books, but haven't done it, speaks volumes to accomplishment. It is. It literally is what it is. Um, right now, I'm, I'm recording this podcast. You know. Um, so continuously doing this, of course, you got to stick, you got to stay, you got to be committed and uh, also, uh, showing up on social media on a continuous basis, you know, uploading these videos and these clips to YouTube, utilizing the systems and things of that nature. So I was a person who definitely suffered from perfectionism. Oh, it gotta be like this. It absolutely gotta be like that. But again, getting around coaches and other people that was winning in life and business, I learned I can take imperfect action, still get a result. So number two, uh, the first thing that I said was that you get a dopamine hit for or from accomplishing. Secondarily, you also get um, you get an opportunity 
to get feedback. You get an opportunity to get feedback. You know, many of us, well, we've all suffered some form of trauma in some capacity. All right. And some of us have got picked. I think pretty much everybody then got picked on in some capacity. But not all of us have been truly bullied, like bullet, bullet. That's a whole nother level. But when it comes to the reality of being picked on, when it comes to the reality of being rejected in some capacity, either from a loved one, uh, especially as guys, you know, uh, being rejected from females, even when we chill, especially when you're young, especially when you're a child, because it has a greater level of impact and impressing into one's being. When you talk about the reality of trauma and things of that nature. When you talk about experiencing rejection from a female, you know, especially from a biblical standpoint, you know, the 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 glory of the man is the woman. So for ladies that want to know why it's so painful when a man gets cheated on, there you go. That's the answer. The Bible says whether or not you believe it, uh, the Bible full of great wisdom, ancient wisdom, uh, God's word, in my opinion. It says the glory of the man is the woman. All right. The glory of the woman is her hell. The glory of the child is the father. You know what I'm saying? So when you look at when you look at the reality of experiencing rejection, when you look at the reality of experiencing rejection, although it may not be a physical pain. You don't want to experience that emotional pain because that emotional pain, I know that sounded funny when I said that. That was funny to me. That emotional pain hurts more. You know what I'm saying? I didn't hurt my body a lot over the years. I got a lot of bumps, bruises, and cuts, and scrapes, and bangs, and all this type of stuff. Nonetheless, the, the wound to the soul is much more painful and lasting, all right? Y'all can't see it in, in audio land, but I got a, I got this cut right here I'm showing on the camera. It's a scar from a piece of glass. Uh, I threw some bottles and some trash away. There was a bottle that broke. Uh, and as I pulled my arm back, like it was a perfect blade, man. The, the, it was like a Coke bottle, classic Coke bottle type. And it cut and it made literally the perfect, perfect blade. And when I pulled my arm back, it just sliced. Like, I wouldn't have even known that I got cut if I didn't feel that cold, quick, cold sensation. I was like, ooh, I pulled it back. And I just, like, immediately grabbed underneath. Only by God's grace. Y'all probably can't see. Of course, uh, in the, on, the, on the camera I'm showing, my vein is right there. My vein is literally right there. Up. So, by God's grace, I didn't slice it all the way through to the vein. Cause that would have been a terrible situation. You know what I'm saying? At the time, my dad was right there. So even if that was the case, you know, I wouldn't have panicked by God's grace. I did time in the military. So just the basics of, 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 uh, trauma, uh, treatment and stuff that they teach us in preparation for war, you know, I would have just, you know, one, like I said, I already immediately grabbed it to constrict the blood flow. You know what I'm saying? So that's the beauty of having training in general, like not to go off on that tangent. But even if that was the case, I would have squeezed it or told him, you know, 
they give me your belt or whatever, not to really make a, a serious tourniquet, but to put some real pressure on it while he called 911, so forth and so on. All right. But in the most general sense, when people go through rejection, they don't want to feel that. So sometimes we can develop a level or a mindset of perfectionism because we got to have it absolutely perfect because we don't want to put it out there and have somebody ridicule the work. Excuse me ridicule the work which we associate with ourselves listen to me listen to me we're associating ourselves with the work which we then feel the pain when somebody said oh that joint ugly you know i don't like that why it look like this why you put it right there why you so even though they're 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 critiquing the work we're receiving the criticism because they say why did you put this like that why did you say that like that? Why did you put that over there? Why ain't you make it blue? Why ain't it red? Why'd you put this right here? You should erase that. So we 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 that's a form of rejection. Or it's received as a form of rejection. It's criticism. All right. So that defense mechanism that we develop is to keep us from feeling the emotional pain of rejection, of criticism, of jokes and you know what I'm saying? So these are realities. So I, I saw a young lady today write um, entrepreneur, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurism exposes all your traumas and, and, and this and that. I don't remember who said it, but if you're listening to this young lady, shout out to you. Um, and that's a true reality. You know what I'm saying? One of the biggest uh, issues or reasons why some people don't have sales in business is they don't make enough offers. Shout out to Myron Golden, all right? Myron Golden said, after dealing with hundreds, if not thousands of entrepreneurs over the years, he said one of the main issues he has discovered that people have uh, not a strong flow of income or revenue in their business is because they don't make enough offers, meaning you have to make offers, offer for people to buy your your ebook or your paperback book or your coaching service or your consulting service or your whatever the case may be. So as you make more offers, why? Because it's a numbers game. You're looking at the reality of marketing saying that people got to see your offer or see you at least seven times before they make a buying decision. Of course, not every single solitary person, but the average is people have to see what it is you offer seven times before they make a buying decision, all right? Not to mention the reality of you speaking the proper messaging. Are you speaking to pain points? Are you speaking to desires? You know, so there's a lot that go into it. Like, it's it's simple, but it's not really easy, you know? You have to ensure that you're communicating the value. You have to speak to benefits over features. People don't care what type of this is and that's and this is and that's come with it, your product or your service. They want to know what it's going to do for them. Is it going to save them time? Is it going to save them energy? Is it going to save them headache? Is it going to save them money? Is it going to be quick? Is it going to be luxurious? Is it going to be, you know, these are the things people think about when it comes to buying a product or a service and things of that nature. That's also why they use influencer marketing. Why? Because an influencer has already developed the know, like, and trust factor with a potential client or customer, all right? They know them, they like them, they trust them by seeing their content. 
So they either think they funny or they're real smart and intelligent and they teach them stuff that they learn that blesses them or they pretty or they handsome. So there's a no like and trust factor. So then your 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 uh, the influencer or the celebrity then has your product is, or, or give you a shout out for your service and stuff. You automatically partner or ride the wave of their credibility or their, uh, you know, uh, the word escapes me, but basically you ride their wave. People like them, people know them, people trust them. So if you come aboard, you know, they're wearing your t-shirt, like my become t-shirt right here. They're wearing the become t-shirt or they say holla at Marquise. He's a great self-publishing book coach and all that type of stuff. It don't matter if they know me, like, a great portion of those people will automatically buy into who I am and what it is that I'm doing just because I got vouched for them. All right. So bringing that back around to uh, the reasons why done is better than perfect is because once you put it out to the marketplace, like do the best you can, you know what I'm saying? You come up with an idea. It's in line with your business. It's in line with what it is you're doing. Put something together nice. Or, of course, if you got the revenue, you got the money, you know, especially when it comes to creative aspects or something, you can hire somebody. You can outsource it to somebody. Like if you got to create a flyer, if you got to, you know, if you're doing a quick video and you needed to get edited or something like that, not only do we have AI, but you may not be as knowledgeable, knowledgeable about AI. So you can also outsource somebody that is knowledgeable about AI to create something for you that can then be used get it out to the marketplace, all right, then you can receive feedback. Like, but if you don't have any data, any data points to even, uh, to analyze, then you just, you out, like, you, you, you just floating, you know what I'm saying? You out, you have nothing, you know? But if you come up with an idea, create the idea, put the idea out there, let people comment, let people, Whatever, however that may be. That could be on Facebook. That could be on Instagram. That could be on YouTube. That could be on whatever it is that you're doing. If you put it out there, people can say, hey, I like this. I like that. I like that. If you're doing sales call, people might say, um, could you offer this? Do you offer that? So forth, so on, so forth, so on. So life and business is about development, growth evolution, transformation, all right? Be sure become. Become healthier, wealthier, wiser, stronger, richer, all that type of stuff on there. Uh, richer not on there, but. <laughs> become wiser, stronger, smarter, wealthier, healthier, and better. Amen. All right. So, for 2024, I want you to adopt the mindset of done. Is better than perfect. All right. Done is better than perfect. I had to develop that mindset and even teaching it to my uh, clients. Again, I'm a self-publishing book coach. So even teaching to my clients, all right, let's read through the work. You know, uh, I read over it. You can read through it, things of that nature. You get some beta readers or whatever the case may be. And from there, you make adjustments. Fix a few things that you want to, but we ain't about to do no three and four and five and six read throughs and all that. Like we're not doing that, you know, because you can always end up finding something. Oh, I should fix that. Oh, I should do that. Oh, I should do this. Oh, I should do that. No, you prolong in the process. 
you're 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 dragging out the process. All right. Again, yes, excellence is the standard. So read through it. Take your time. See what you like. Make some notes. That was one reason why uh, my first book, Weapons of Mass Destruction, ended up being a darn 500-page nonfiction. It's crazy. All right. One, I didn't have a coach then, so I didn't really know what I was doing. And I was just, I started writing about a topic, and then I'm going and going and going and going and going and going and going. Ooh, I don't want to talk about this, too. Ooh, I found this while I was researching. So I was just going and going and going and going and going. And I just kept going from rabbit hole to rabbit hole to rabbit hole. And it just got crazy. You know what I'm saying? Till I had to tell myself, look, I had this conversation with myself. I'm like, bro, you got to, you got to cut this off, man. I just kept finding information to talk about. Ooh, I'm going to talk about this. And I'm going to talk about that. Ooh, I got to put this in there. Ooh, no. All right, this is it right here. I'm finished. Ooh, no, I got to say this. Then I'll be like, all right, I'm done. Then I'll find another piece of information. And I'm like, man, no, I got to put this in there too. So I had to tell myself, hey, that is enough. That is enough. Cut the book off. End the book. If you want to do a volume two, do a volume two, whatever. But you need to finish this book, man. All right? So when I finished and got it published, it ended up being a 500-page nonfiction. Crazy. It looked like a darn textbook. When I refer to it now, I'm like, I can't believe I wrote a book that long. You understand what I'm saying? So as I come to a, as we come to a close with this episode, I want to remind you, get around good people. Find people that you want to glean from. Find a circle that you want to be a part of, meaning... uh. You see yourself, you know, driving a Maybach or you see yourself driving a Ferrari or you see yourself, you know, uh, riding on private jets and things of that nature. You have to start getting into those circles and you have to start leveling your leveling your way up into those circles by being around more of those types of people in general, even if it's starting out in Facebook groups. Even if it's starting out on Instagram, start following those people. Start, you know, going to these groups and stuff and start building rapport and seeing how you can add value and things of that nature. But even within that, you know, um, of course, you know, y'all that's listening is about resonating into riches. And you can't get rich working a job unless you're an extremely high level CEO, uh, CEO or things of that nature of a company. So if you are looking to get rich, all right, and turn that into wealth, then you have to start looking into investing, all right? Get into the stock market, getting into trading Forex and crypto. Of course, starting your own business, which can be various types of things, all right? You got cats doing the YouTube automation. You got people doing um, SMMA, social media marketing agencies. Clearly, people still doing drop shipping. People running Etsy shops, uh, people doing trucking, like people doing credit repair, credit enhancement, whatever language uh, serves that purpose. There are many, many, many different ways. All right. So developing a mindset of service, serving the masses in some capacity, service to many leads to greatness. All right, I'm going to serve all these people doing this and that, this and that, this and that. All right. Start you a business that you can level up, you can scale. Uh, find you some coaches, finding you some mentors, things of that nature. But truly operating with the mindset of done is better than perfect, man. Let me fit, let me 
you know, I've developed the idea. Let me put it together. All right, let me pull the trigger. After I pull the trigger, then I can gather some data. I can analyze the data. And that analyzed data can then be used to move forward. All right. So this book right here, Overstanding Comprehensive Looking Gangster Route, Volume 1, I released it in 2020. All right. I dropped it in 2020. So now it's time for Volume 2. A lot has happened in the rap game. A lot has happened in the rap world, black culture, things of that nature that I can discuss for Volume 2. I'm not in a rush to do it right now. I'm pushing plan maturity for teens. Nonetheless, maybe before the year is over, I may start working on Overstanding Volume 2. It's your folk, Marquise. I pray that y'all got value from this. Uh, if you're listening uh, as a podcast, by all means, subscribe or sub, whatever language <laughs> they use in the podcast world. If you're checking us out on YouTube, of course, like, comment, share, subscribe, things of that nature. Just tap, just check, just check in with us, man. Tap in with us. I got more dynamite, dope, fire entrepreneurs coming up in these next coming weeks. I got some people, some heavy hitters, people doing digital marketing, people doing messaging, people doing, man, really doing some fire things out here in the marketplace. Again, this is your folk, Marquise. I pray that you got value here. I appreciate y'all. Catch y'all on the next episode.